Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I've been very troubled uh, to uh, hear of reports of people treating our Chinese-Canadian community differently. That they in some way are being or should be shunned or quarantined or suggesting Chinese businesses should be avoided. This type of thinking is wrong. It is entirely inconsistent with the advice of our health care professionals. That was Mayor Tory in a press conference to uh, assure people that perhaps uh, their impulses and responses uh, and even recommendations of quarantine of, uh, say, people returning from the hot zone uh, in China is offside. Now, I can't get inside anybody's heart or head, uh, but we have heard from a number of people who actually even want to quarantine themselves at home uh, and avoid the workplace and so whether this is a racist or xenophobic impulse, uh, I don't know. But Joe Cressy, the counselor for Ward 10, Spadina, Fort York, was at that conference and spoke along with his colleague, Kristen Wong-Tam, members of the Chinese-Canadian community. Councillor Cressy joins The Oakley Show here at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Councillor, good to have you on board. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. So when the mayor talks about having earlier this afternoon heard of one such incident, uh, how about yourself? Are you projecting here, or do you have credible accounts of people being overtly racist in this regard, or do you think it's maybe just a natural reaction? Well, listen, I think we don't have to look too far in the past here to SARS in 2003 for some lessons. And there are some really important lessons that we learned from from SARS, lessons around uh, improving our public health system around communicable disease surveillance, getting in place intergovernmental mechanisms to test diseases in real time and communicate those. Those are really important lessons we learned from SARS. I think one of the lessons from SARS we also have to learn and be really mindful of today is that there's also harm that can be done when we start to paint an entire community with one brush. You'll recall during the SARS years in 2003 that people started avoiding Chinatowns, that uh, people stopped going out to Chinese restaurants. Um, and, so, and that's not evidence based. What all of, the, all of the public health professionals are telling us today is that while this is a new virus, the risk remains low. And so you can go out to dinner in Yorkville or Chinatown. Uh, they're both safe. All right. But you see, all right. So you're saying this necessarily uh, is a matter of communicating the health officials' message rather than folks sort of taking it upon themselves that uh, they want to choose to, I guess, uh, you know, take a different route, uh, make their own choice as far as whether or not they frequent Chinatown or Chinese businesses. You're saying they're wrong. No, no, listen, people can, of course, people can choose to eat anywhere they want to eat. Nobody's suggesting that you have to go and eat somewhere. But rather, this is simply about the virus itself. It is a virus. It's not, it's not people from China. It is not uh, China as a nation. We have 300,000 people, uh, Chinese Canadians, in Toronto. These are our 
friends, our neighbors, our colleagues, our family members, and we cannot paint all of them with one brush, and we shouldn't. And that's, that's where often in these fearful moments where you have a new virus and everybody's wondering what to do, often we can be gripped by fear, which becomes irrational. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that you're more likely to contract the flu, far more likely than coronavirus. And so the simple advice from public health professionals today is take the same precautions you would use every single day. If you're sick, if you have flu-like symptoms, you stay home. Uh, if, you, if you're going to cough, cough into, cough into your arm uh, and cover your mouth. I mean, that is simple advice, and we cannot be gripped by fear, especially if that fear can result in any discrimination or mistreatment of our Chinese-Canadian neighbors. Well, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. Is racism and xenophobia at the root of it or just fear of the unknown? For example, you've got up in York Region uh, a number of Chinese-Canadians within that community who are leery of even having the uh, folks returning from China during the Lunar New Year uh, coming into the classroom, kids in a classroom, and parents are very concerned. And they're members of the community. So that belies the idea that this is all racist or discriminatory-based. So I think I just go back to what public health professionals are telling us. We have a comprehensive intergovernmental system here where we have the federal government deals with screening at the borders and they have increased surveillance at the borders. We have a comprehensive tracking system and hospital procedures set in place to ensure that if you have somebody who has been in the affected region and is developing system symptoms, that those people are identified and cared for and quarantined. All of those systems are in place. And so while I understand that there is fear because this is new and there's a lot of news coverage about it. I think it's really important for us to just take a step back and listen to what the experts are telling us, which is that the risk is extremely low. And so that's what we need to focus on. And there is a risk in terms of our values as a city if we start to allow our fear to overwhelm us. You can, we have not reached an epidemic here in the city of Toronto, anything but. There's two cases, but there is an epidemic of fear that we need to correct. Again, with Councillor Joe Cressy, Ward 10, Spadina, Fort York. So uh, has there already been a perceptible economic impact on Chinese businesses? So I don't think I'm in a position to, to quantify that. I mean, I can certainly, representing downtown Chinatown, I can tell you what my business owners are telling me, which is that people are avoiding Chinatown, uh, that customers are scared of going, and they shouldn't be. And that's, that's what I just, you know, I need to come back to, to what the evidence and research shows us, which is that we have a, a new um, coronavirus where outside of China, there are a grand total outside of China of just over 60 people who have it. Of those 60 people uh, in North America, uh, the number is eight, eight people. And so is, is this new Yes. Is it scary? Anytime you're dealing with a new viral uh, illness, it can be scary. But we're talking about a situation that is absolutely with a strong public health system being contained. And so people should go and frequent restaurants as they normally do.
which was said during the SARS crisis as well. And uh, as I had mentioned earlier in the program, in a lot of cases, businesses had to uh, offer some kind of inducement or incentive for people to get out and go there. So it's kind of a market response to that. Look, you're saying that the fear is unwarranted and people should still frequent. But uh, given that we understand, in some cases, the human impulse or the human condition, maybe they're going to have to be enticed uh to go back out. I don't know. I uh, just wanted to see how this one would play out. So you say you represent a large Chinese-Canadian community there in Ward 10. Uh, but as to the racism and xenophobia, I think that may be overreach in some cases too, because that's not what is driving uh, the fear of the unknown here for a lot of people necessarily. Well, listen, it's like what I can tell you in terms of how quickly we're speaking about this. When SARS happened, it took weeks before I remember famously Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin ha- having uh, lunch at a dim sum place on Spadina. But that was a month after SARS, and we'd already seen a huge stigma entrenched around the Canadian Chinese community and their businesses. And so that's why today, uh, Mayor Tory and myself, along with members and leaders in the Chinese community, as well as our medical officer of health, our expert on these issues, that's why we all came together just a couple days after the first of two confirmed cases in this city of coronavirus to speak about what the risks are and are not, and also to encourage people to not succumb to that fear. Uh, and this, listen, it can be scary, right? I mean, mm. listen, I'm a father. I got a young kid. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're seeing, you know, uh, news coverage that shows cities overseas in quarantine, where you see daily numbers. But again, I'd come back, you know, we lose in, in this country alone 3,800 people every year to the flu. And somehow some people still don't get the flu shot. Meanwhile, we have three confirmed cases and all of whom are in stable condition of coronavirus and everybody's running out and buying face masks. Meanwhile, they haven't got the flu shot. And so that's why fear can have a habit of taking over us. But it's where this is what public health does. Every single day, communicable disease departments in public health in the city, province, and country prevent communicable diseases. We do this every day, and we're doing this right now with coronavirus, too. And that's why it's important to stand with Chinese Canadians who are starting to feel the impact of this. And that's why, as well, it's important for listeners to understand that is this scary? Sure it is. But let's not let the fear overwhelm us. appreciate your take and uh, weighing in this afternoon. Thanks for your time, Councillor. Thank you so much, John. You got it. Joe Cressy again, Ward 10, uh, Spadina, Fort York. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.